right, go for it. Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome, everybody, to episode 18 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded January 2nd of 2020. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the episode. He's so excited. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> We've got a great show for you tonight. Apple takes its turn at global domination. TikTok is too hot for the United States military. Too hot. And iPhones get even more expensive. My name is Evan Krause. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah. Having a good 2020 so far? Yeah, so far so good. Nice. And of course, Christian Crawford. hey How you doing? Yeah, I've got some energy. I don't know about you guys. Y'all sound like you're dead well, over there. Zach's a little sleepy. Yeah. He's in a comfy chair. I'm in a comfy chair. I stayed at a big dinner. Oh, well, you had a big dinner. I didn't know that was being made. Oh, that's all yeah, right. Yeah, that's awkward. That's okay. You didn't ask me. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did ask me. Spent way too much <laughs> money on a crap burger. It's whatever. Oh, it wasn't good? It was not great. Where was it from? It was from... Yeah, it was from Freddy's. They're not going to sponsor us. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, I don't know, I've had them in the past and it was all right, but this one was just subpar. How many sponsors have we lost just off of Christian's hot takes? Well, <laughs> all of the United States. We lost Donald government. Trump, for sure. Yeah. We Google. lost Google, for sure. Freddy's. No. And now Freddy's Burgers. Yikes. <laughs> Goodbye, money. <laughs> you guys got any cool holiday stories? Any good holiday stories this year? Glad they're over. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't, uh... I don't know, nothing crazy, ha- like we said before, it's just been busy. It's like nothing crazy happens, just constant errors and constant, like, Welcome people. to my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Evan's life every day, but wrapped up into a couple weeks. Just bundled all into one season. Fake news, let's do it. It's time for the fake news. It's everybody's favorite segment. It's the Phone Buzz Fake News. So what we do here is we take a news story that happened this week, and then some of the details have been hidden to protect the identity of those involved. Um, no, but we switched up some of the... This is uh, a crime scene? This is the murder investigation we're going through today? There's a special segment in the New York this Police This is the first Department. 48 hours of Phone <laughs> Podcast. All right, let's get to it. So this one's called the Pablo Escobar Phone Part 2. They say that lightning never strikes twice, but boys, we may have accomplished just that. In fact, one might say we struck gold. Sister company to the Pablo Escobar foldable phone from a couple weeks ago, there's a Russian-based company, it's a luxury company called Caviar. They recently released its fully pimped out, glassed out variants of the iPhone 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max. Flex as hard as humanly possible with 24 karat gold and over 100 diamonds gracing the back of your already luxury priced iPhone 11. And you could score an out of this world configuration with rocks from the moon or even Mars. Sorry. Uh, if you think this all sounds expensive, you're in luck. For only $40,000, oh you could be the owner of one of these timeless masterpieces. And for that money, Caviar also throws in some AirPods and a fast-charging brick. That's nice of him. I know. Is it a gold-plated AirPod? AirPods? Uh, I don't know. It yeah, no, it is. It's, uh, it's matte black, actually. It's not gold-plated. Um, let's see. What you got? What you got? What's the fake news? What's I've the fake got... news? I feel like it's only an 11 Pro Max. No, so you actually can configure an 11 Pro. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not Russian. It is Russian. Ah, damn. It. There's just. There's no rocks from Mars. Only the moon. You can actually get rocks from Mars on these. So no it's like it's like on the back of the phone they've got like these display cases and you can actually like 
have rocks inside of them, and then you can even buy matching uh, watches that have the same rock in it. What does glassed what? out mean? Like it's just glass like, everywhere? Like iced out. Oh. Like bent out. Gotcha. Huh. Sorry, I'm trying to appeal to all of our viewers. Well, I guess I, <laughs> yeah. Like when I just read glassed out, I thought you meant like glass on all sides. I'm like, well, it probably of course has that. Every phone has that. Now, yeah. almost. No, no, like uh, like iced, like yeah, fresh. Got, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, the words I have... use on a daily basis. Does it actually have 100 diamonds? Uh, it's got over 100 diamonds. It actually has 137. It's like not 24 karat gold. You guys are just striking out this, this is, week. This is dumb. This is hard. It There's does have 24 karat gold. It's on not it. 40 grand? Nope. How much do you think that thing costs? Uh, 10. 15. You're not even close. Is it higher or lower? Much higher. Like 80,000. In some configurations, yes. What the yeah, you could spend you can spend over eighty thousand, excuse me, dollars on this phone. I was about to jump to quarter mil. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so, how much do you think like the max you can spend on one of these phones is? Quarter mil. It's a little bit lower. It's a little bit lower than that. Hundred thousand. A little bit higher than that. One fifty. Close. So you can spend. One fifty-five. Hundred twenty-one thousand dollars on a phone. Hundred and twenty-one thousand. Just just a measly hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. You know, it's whatever. That's wild though. Yeah, so it's uh, not called caviar. It's actually called caviar. Yeah, I hate this segment. <laughs> God, this one's rough. Yeah, it sucks. It's a rough week for us. Though. I think the last two ones were too easy. It's I tried not to make a sister work. company to Pablo Escobar. That is true. It is not a sister company. All right, but how great would that be? I'm just that would upset be right now. That would be... I'm just getting mad. Yeah, I feel like suck. I feel like any company you under the name AirPods of Pablo Escobar. You don't get AirPods with it. You do get AirPods. Of with course it. you do. <laughs> I'd hope so for 121. You don't get a fast charging brick. You do get a fast charging brick. Of course brick. you do. Like, I, like the one that comes with uh, iPhone 11 Pros is the 18 watt. This is like the higher one. Let's do this. Uh, is there anything else that we have missed? Clearly there is. We're still going. Uh, actually, I don't know. You guys struck out on every single thing. No, I got the 40,000. Okay, okay, you got the 40,000, right? And then I got finally get well, the No, no, no. It's company. not 40,000, though. It's like 80,000. That's what I'm saying. So I got that right. Oh, okay. Then I okay. got the sister company one, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think we wrapped it up. I think you guys failed almost every single one of those. That was dumb. Except for those two. That was uh, awesome. Swing were and a miss. Were those the only two differences that what? were real? The sister company and the 40,000? Um, yeah. That was it. Yeah, that's Maybe. all we got right. Unless we missed something. Uh, I think that was... Because you said it comes with AirPods, it has a fast charging brick, it has the 24 karat gold. It has 100, over 100,000 diamonds. 100, over 100 diamonds, not 100,000. Yeah, I think those were actually the only two fake things. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. I blame you. Hey, man, so, uh, we ca I can't be predictable. You gotta, I got to keep you on your toes. You guys nailed the last two, like I was saying. Well, the, so I one of them I didn't participate because I had just read the story like oh, hours right. before going into it. I think it was the one that uh, was last week's with Trinity and then you two. You, got, you guys right. hit every single yeah. one of those points. We nailed the last week. Yeah. This one, not oh. so much. We had a week off. We're a little rusty. <laughs> We're a little rusty. <laughs> All right, boys. Should we get into the first actual news segment? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So this one is the uh, from TheVerge.com. Um, on December 30th, a spokeswoman for the Army, the United States Army, revealed that the popular video sharing site TikTok was considered a national security threat and that all soldiers are instructed to delete the app from any government-issued devices, including smartphones and tablets, of course. This comes on the heels of increased scrutiny on the Beijing-based company ByteDance, the owners of TikTok, amid fears that the government and content shared across the app could be wielded by the Chinese government 
for surveillance, suppression of content, and election meddling. On the flip side, TikTok said that it had previously been pushed by the Chinese government to remove content, but that it had not complied with those requests and would continue to not comply in the future. TikTok also claims that it stores U U.S. user data in the United States and that the data is therefore not under the purview of Chinese law. So my question to you guys, does the threat of Chinese surveillance or interference turn you off from using TikTok? I actually don't even use the app. No, TikTok <laughs> is for like seven-year-old kids. That was kind of my, my next question. I don't, God, I don't get what the hype is. Like, yes, there are some very funny things that people do, but like for me, just scrolling through it, I don't care. So I mean, It's like this is not the greatest thing ever. I think less of you if you have the app on your phone. <laughs> what if you had it and then uninstalled it? Because of fears of being an idiot. I could um, definitely see people doing that. Absolutely. If you had it for more than five minutes on your phone. I did just to look at it. I so, think less. So you know what got... Okay, so you know why I downloaded it, though, in the first place? Can you guess? You can't I guess. guess you actually wanted to make one? No. Yes. Oh, my God. No. That's no, it. it's because... Uh, did you Have you ever seen the video of that kid? I think his name's Harvey Bass. He's got a dancing video of him dancing to the Get Up. Do you know what I'm talking about? I am not. Go no. do two step. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that no. song? Yeah, yeah, he's got a dance that goes to it, and it was pretty dope. So I went on just to see his other ones. Huh. And then I looked around, and I was like, you know what? This is stupid. And I, I, do, I do enjoy um, good old you know, Cody Ko, because uh, he roasts them. Uh-huh. That's my favorite part about TikTok. The That's most, so cringe. The most right. you can respect about TikTok is what you see on Twitter that actually yes. goes viral actually and is makes good it to content. Twitter. But if you just sit there on hours on end on TikTok, like, off I don't know, man. So, so I I follow this other podcast called uh, Your Mom's House, which I've talked about before. But um, it's Tom Segura, who's a comedian, and his wife, uh, who's also a comedian. But she curates a bunch of these TikToks, and it's just like the craziest. Side. It's like the cringe side of it and the craziest side of it. It's actually some pretty funny stuff. Huh. Like I have to show you after. Uh, also, after uh, I got some breaking news right now. Uh oh, Troy Lacroix. Uh -huh. Big TikTok fan. Is he a big TikTok fan? Did you just get a message? <laughs> I just lost a lot of <laughs> messages in the old man. Mac over there. Yeah. Troy, what's your favorite TikTok? <laughs> Anything by Oregon That's softball fair. players. What do they do? They do it all. What do they not do? That's they do it all. <laughs> He's like, just go I'm not it. sure if this TikTok is safe. <laughs> I will say there was a. Um, a kid that actually went to my school and a bunch of his friends, they made the TikTok video. And you know the original one where they had the the guys in a circle and they were throwing a basketball and seeing who it would hit? Yeah. So they actually were the first ones that started where they just started throwing random shit, like tricycles, like a full-on basketball hoop, like stuff like that. Oh, that was them in the video? That was them. They made it on ESPN. I've seen that. They made it on the Snapchat ESPN. It, okay, same It's thing. still great, but like... Like, like that's, that's that's a whole nother level. Yeah. I saw yeah, one where yeah. they threw a couch up, just like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people do some crazy stuff. It's wild. Oh my god. I mean, there there are some funny ones. Don't get me wrong, but I still that if you if not, you are not for me. If you're craving some Vine action, there's actually some good compilations. If you type in like TikToks that radiate the same energy as Vine, those are actually pretty good. I'm still not gonna do it's it. It's like it's like Vine Part Two. Yeah, I still respect myself more than that. Wow, okay, okay, boomer. <laughs> Uh, Zach is the new boomer on the show. It's officially not Denton anymore. So congrats, Denton. Mm. You're well, no longer boomer. Denton doesn't even know what TikTok is. So let's back I, up. Like, oh, I think God, that's, no almost this, that's almost better. That's almost better situation. TikTok, no yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Here's you like, on that TikTok. He's, he's like, what? What, what do I need about? What I need TikTok for? Talking about TED Talks. What is this? 
I got Tic Tacs in my backpack. I hope he <laughs> listens to this. I've got Tic Tacs in my backpack. We love you, Dan. Uh, speak for yourself. Um, so, second question. Uh, let's pretend that Snapchat was accused of these same things, going back to the original story. Uh, threats of surveillance or interference from the Chinese government. Yeah. Would you feel the need to stop using Snapchat? I'm going to take pictures no. of my butthole. <laughs> I already what? did. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, got, that, was, that was a weird He wasn't ready. Wait, then what are the photos I have on my phone? Not through Snapchat. Oh, okay. So we, so we can, can save, save them forever. forever. That's what oh, that okay, is. perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, no that absolutely way, not. That way, not way China, China's going to get Oh, I got good content. Whoa. <laughs> it's like, what's this guy watching? Oh, damn. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> also, who talks about important stuff over Snapchat? No one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. wrong. Like, there are a lot of people that do use it as, like, their main... You know, form of communication because, yeah, yeah, because there's one in the room. It works with every single phone, (laughs) it all works the exact same with every kind of phone. So, I think it's a it's on a whole nother level than what TikTok would ever be, regardless of I think, yeah, whether or not it was controlled by. I'd say for certain, uh, because like Snapchat is probably the most used app on my phone besides like the text messaging app. And I, I actually, I probably use Snapchat more than text messaging to be honest. Like, if I'm just having, like, casual conversation with people, because you can send, like, pictures super easily. So, like, I don't know. That's a pretty big part of my day. What? Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm, it's not. It's more. It yeah. used to be that. Like, I used to, like, strictly own, only really do um, Snapchat unless it was, like, super important. But now, I mean, now I just use text messages. I'll say it's probably because you guys got iMessage, too. Right. It's, yeah, it's a more helps. rich, like, yeah. like, messaging service. I don't, yeah. whereas on Android, obviously, you don't quite have that. So, like... Any, like, multimedia files is going to make more sense for me to use Snapchat or, like, Facebook Messenger. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know, like, if, uh, if, if the, if the Chinese government was accused of spying on Snapchat and it was, like, basically the question is, does a privacy concern, would that drive you to not use, like, one of your favorite apps? I'm, I mean. It would depend on the app. Yeah. Like Snapchat would mean no, it wouldn't, because I don't like to talk about anything serious over Snapchat. But like, it's not even that it, that nothing serious is being talked about. It's just the fact that it's happening. I don't really care. I, okay. I'm, my life is not that interesting. I also don't care that much. Like, wow. what I do talk about, like a bunch of socialists. It's just, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, if if I, I, would, I could give somebody my phone, and be like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm thinking like, I, I definitely understand why people would delete it or don't, you know want their privacy like their stuff you know to be private yeah they want to stay private is what i'm trying to say um i totally see that side and i don't think it's crazy to think that i just i don't know i'm not that's not really like my main concern yeah i think the issue is correct me if i'm wrong like the main reason you guys don't necessarily care about it for lack of a better word is that you don't see any effects of it like right it's just it's something on the back end that like oh i send this message i don't care all they're gonna see is how lazy america actually is (laughs) it's all and see, I, I totally get, like, what what it is, and I, I see how it's a problem, and, like, you you really start to see it when, like, you're looking at, like, Facebook or Instagram ads after you just, have, you know, look something up on the internet, and there pops up exactly what you looked at, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of stuff is not, now, of course, it's not the exact same kind of stuff, but, like, those are parts of it that you do see, and I think I think the better question would have been, like, what if it was Twitter, Instagram? Yeah, I mean, let's okay. So let's take that. What if it was Twitter or Instagram? I think I could easily stop myself from getting on those. Really? Yeah. Twitter, probably not. Instagram, yes. Well, because I, like, I use my Twitter. Both of those platforms, like, would end up 
basically in the same scenario as Facebook. And look how like much of your personal information got out through Facebook. Yeah, like it was true. it was more than just your conversations. That's and true. That's your Instagram is literally pictures of your lifestyle, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the real creepy part about Facebook's uh, data breach that it let us kind of see into was like, not only does it know obviously your personal details and personal information, but it also knows like your habits and like what you're yeah. predicted to do, how you're predicted to vote, and that's, that's why wild. like political campaigns were buying that information. And I don't know if you can pull that from a snap from Snapchat as much you as you probably could. I mean, there's gotta be a way. In fact, probably more so because like think about our generation too is. The amount of stuff we share on Facebook, or excuse me, on Snapchat, compared to what older people share on Facebook, which is the most used demographic, like, it's a lot more personal to us, I'd say. But I would see, say, like, like you, you're, you realize, like, you even though your Snapchat goes away, it doesn't actually go away. But yeah, but, like, I don't know, I, I just, I don't see myself talking about, like, real things. I, I see like that. that, yeah. I but, like, whereas, like, Twitter, like, you could follow Obama, like, snap, like, yeah. retweet his stuff, and, like avoid Trump, diss Trump, and, like, the clearly it's going to sway, like, necessarily, not make, you could follow, like, Bernie Sanders, like, you're clearly more of the socialist democratic at that point, right. where you might, it'd be a lot harder to get that information through something like Snapchat, I feel like. I guess where I, where I was kind of thinking of going with that is, Snapchat is primarily picture-based, and yeah. picture right. recognition is really, really good now, so if, like, if I'm constantly taking pictures of you know snapchats and then in the background i have like my guitars or like my stupid nicholas cage poster and like that's like advertising i would right there. i would love for everything to get riddled <laughs> with like nicholas cage stuff i would you. love that too if i'm being honest like i'd be all right yeah. with that legendary <laughs> just I, would, I would just burn my phone ads for nicholas cage <laughs> but i don't know i think uh i think it came out phone. that there was a massive snapchat leak like i don't know if i could get myself to get off that service but instagram or twitter probably because like yeah. i only like tacitly use those things i don't use them super heavy i can see that besides that uh ph1 buzz phone buzz uh, <laughs> on twitter of stay course. on that represent always gotta plug the social <laughs> of course of course um okay uh anything else to add to that topic gentlemen I don't think so. I respect the military a lot more. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even like really talk about that yeah, part. Yeah, didn't even didn't even talk about the fact that it was the military that did that. Um, I asked. Uh, we we've talked about it a couple times. Neil, who's I I didn't ask him to verify this. I know he like has contracts, like kind of works with the with the military. I don't know if he actually is military. I think he is. Um, hmm. But anyways, I was asking. I was like, hey, have you received any notification like this? And he said. Um, because he has government-issued devices, I believe. I don't want to misrepresent him, but um, he's like, no, I haven't received anything from it, but I've, he's been following the news, and, of course, he's like, no, hell no, I don't have TikTok on my phone. Like, what is that stupid? Like, I'm not six years old. But, uh, but no, he hadn't received any um, any notification of it, but I reached out to him, just, just curious. So, I wonder if maybe, because the government can track what you do with your phone or anything, mm-hmm. I wonder if they, like, have a way to where they can check what devices have it downloaded and only send it to them. I would imagine I mean, they'd probably like, just do like a mass email. Yes, I feel like that'd be more. Situation. I feel like that'd be more work, but yeah. I mean, then you'd also. But if you did just go to the ones that had it, you wouldn't really have like the people that didn't have it. Be like, well, why can't I do this and download it? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I can see both sides. I can see the military going way too in depth with it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they banned yeah. Huawei for some reason, so why not just ban TikTok? Right. Fair. Anywho, um, all right, let's move to the next one, boys. Go. I'll do it. Last episode, it was Russia. This week, it's Apple's turn to plan global domination. And this comes from Bloomberg.com. 
Apple's quest for ultimate end-to-end -end integration and control may reach new heights, according to a new report from Bloomberg. The tech giant apparently isn't satisfied with producing the hardware and software on its massively popular iPhone lineup. They want to control the network it's running on as well. The report claims that Apple's highly secretive project, exploring the possibility of launching a worldwide satellite array, has gained increased resources and engineers in the last couple of months. The team, headed by former Google Aerospace engineers, has been reportedly tasked with designing infrastructure capable of beaming data and information to iPhones around the world, paving the way for the next generation of Apple devices and services. Uh, this is a quote from Mark Gurman, who I believe works at Bloomberg, who's been following the story for years. Quote, this is part of Apple's goal to basically own everything. If it was Apple's call, they wouldn't have to deal with anyone. They would just be their completely own entity. And also in the article, quote, newer efforts from Facebook, SpaceX, and Amazon are a long way from generating revenue, and Apple rarely enters new categories without a clear way to make money, end quote. In other words, Apple thinks they can profit and profit big from this project, and some possibilities include internet service to emerging markets, which then Apple could sell iPhones to, faster data transfer between iPhone users and improved customer experiences, and perhaps most ominous, an all-Apple wireless carrier service. So my question to you gentlemen, does the prospect of an Apple-controlled wireless service scare you? And let's not, let's pretend like the audio didn't just cut out there a second ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it scares me. Um, it's something where uh, it, it kind of pushes you back into the ecosystem even deeper, like I was going to say, or I so have deep. already said, it's so, so deep. Um, no, but I mean, think about all the people that one already have iPhones, most of them probably either have another Apple device in the home, whether or not that's an Apple TV, a watch, you know, tablet, something like that, and they're already in that ecosystem. This is just pushing you even farther and farther and farther into not necessarily a rabbit hole, but yeah, like you're, you're very immersed. This is your life. Apple is your life now. It's the ultimate lockdown for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, oh, God. You okay? Sorry, no. I'm not okay. You been watching sports uh, over there, buddy? No. Okay. No, I haven't actually. The Blues are losing, so I didn't turn it on. How do you know that? On my watch. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the thought of the wireless service doesn't scare me. It's the price tag of the wireless service that True. scares yeah. me. What do you think? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say because Apple's price point is always expensive. I'm going to say one line is going to start at at least, if not more than $100 a line. Really? I mean, you got to think, Verizon is 80 for the cheapest, and AT&T is 75 Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, because when you think about it, like, this is a whole new kind of service. Right. They and don't have Apple, to, like... So they can charge more. They don't have to be compliant with other carriers' prices. That is true. I don't know. I, but also, like, I don't know. I feel like it also wouldn't be because, like, they have to be able to compete with the three major carriers. Major carriers? Like, Carriers, <laughs> they've been around for so long. Like they have to be able to compete with. Apple them, has you know to I mean? compete with Samsung. They have to compete with Google. Like they are doing that already. So yeah, but you have to you have to market it enough to where people want to switch from their super cheap Sprint. Bill. I wonder if it would be along the same lines of like, cause they're like Apple TV Plus. How much is that a month? What if like what if you get this? What if you would pay like a hundred, hundred fifteen dollars, but all your subscriptions are included? So you get Apple TV oh, Plus, true. you get News Plus, like you get Apple Arcade. Tinder Gold? No. <laughs> hey, Apple Pro, how much is that TV Plus? $4.99 a month. See, so that's actually, that's not very expensive at all compared to other services. 
Like, but, uh, I wonder if it's like they're trying to entice people to get it, getting into it. And would then, browsers be included? Stop. Probably. <laughs> if I had to take a guess, Apple's the type of company to do that. <laughs> There's one thing I know. They gotta but make like, their mark. <laughs> Stop. No, like, what if they gave you all that? They gave you like the highest iCloud storage. Like, no, that'd be they, tough. They give you the max of their subscriptions included, but you paid thirty dollars more then, than an average carrier. But how do they add like more? Revenue, I don't know. I feel like putting everything together is almost too much. Like doing bundles is for sure good, but doing like an all-in-one encompassing bundle that doesn't inc- that doesn't encourage extracurricular spending habits. But That's you, true. I mean, it, you gotta think you don't have to have that because like, but what even because you have to think if you add all that up, you're still probably like very close. You might be losing a little bit of money if like you were going out and getting those individually. Right. But you're still making a ton of money off your service alone. Like you're telling me Verizon and AT&T are making money off their $70, $80 a month? Oh no, they for sure are. Yeah. Like that's so, the bread and butter. And oh boy, I don't, can't believe I'm about to say this, but not all Apple users are smart people. What? So, what? No That is way. the hottest take I've ever yeah, heard. exactly. You heard it here first. I this just, is a I phone buzz experience. I just didn't want to say it. I feel bad saying it. <laughs> bro. Yikes. Yo, that's Yikes. my mom, bro. Uh, but no, it's, uh, that alone could easily be like, ooh, I'll, I'll switch that. I'll try it out. Is yeah. that your dumb-dumb voice? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, I'll try it out. I'll, I'll do it. it. I'll do it. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't think... Even with those services included, like a hundred, it has to be a fundamentally good service to even like have me cons- or anybody consider switching to it for like a hundred dollars for one line. I don't know. If there's one thing I'm really excited for at the prospect of like an Apple carrier, it's they always have a way of disrupting the current market and making other players change, like making phone makers change, making like true. like just computer. So imagine like they do some revolutionary new pricing scheme or they do some just something better like it, like it makes a customer experience way better you don't it doesn't take 2 hours to get things done in the store and then suddenly you have AT&T and Verizon and what will be Sprint/T-Mobile like they suddenly have to change their business model too and it's going to make it better for everybody so if they you, can do something legitimately So you're kind of thinking I mean this this isn't going to be the perfect thing but like instead of just going along with like what AT&T and Verizon's doing, like kind of try to change the game up a little bit the way Google Fi tried it kind of thing. Yeah. Like if they can, I think if anything, they would go after, cause they're all about customer experience. So I think they would probably go after the like buying your phone experience, the thing we do every single day. And like, yeah, most of the time it's fine and we get people out in decent time and it's a good experience. But like if they can just, revolutionize that entire process and suddenly you can like get your iPhone set up in like 10, 15 minutes. Like that would legitimately change how people buy phones. Maybe they would finally throw AirPods in the box. Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> They'll throw the caviar like 24 karat gold phone in there. Uh, so we kind of talked about this, uh, what the service would look like in terms of like cost deals, contracts. Um, so going back to like the satellite array, because that was like what started this whole story. Um, what do you think of some other ways they can make bank off owning their own satellite array? Because like that opens up a, a, a whole bunch of possibilities. I mean, you could start up. They can you can start seeing them, you know, maybe going to like the the internet game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like TV broad channels, like huge. Like I mean, they can do anything. Kind of yeah. like AT and T has DirecTV now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Apple, you move to Apple's, you get Apple now. 
Apple now. Apple I now. Yeah. Apple direct I now. I Apple now, now HomePod. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make serious improvements to that HomePod. I, I Apple now. I. One of the things they kind of mentioned in the article that was pretty cool, and I don't know how this would work, but um, they're talking about if it could re- completely replace, like, because right now we have Wi-Fi and we have 4G LTE and now 5G. What if it was just one signal, one service? So it's just, like, you could even get rid of... 6G. 6G. <laughs> but, but it's like, like, communicating between devices is just based off all these satellites, and, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to rely on two different standards. It's just service. Like, it's just so there. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that would just be... That's a lot of bandwidth. <laughs> that just, I'm, first off, that just pushes you, like, how many years in the future? Because we're still sitting at, like, there are still places with 3G. There's still places with 4G, and now, you know. Well, that's what that's what it would fix, though. It's like, if you, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's going to push. We're, like, we're inching into 5G now, and then all of a sudden there's this. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, think of how long it took to finally get 5G, and we're just barely getting well, it Well, to, you know? to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, the the guy Mark Gurman he did because he's been following the story since like they started hiring people over from Google in like 2014 or 2017 excuse me, um, but he was saying that this is still very very early development it's still within the like we're still at least five to seven years out from any actual deployment yeah. but yeah they have like in the past uh, six months past 12 months they've been hiring like a bunch of different engineers and like they they hired the guy that. Um, help scale Netflix's, like, server base to the entire world. So they're, like, bringing on some big players and putting a lot of money into it. So. Big people in the game. Some big dudes. I mean, I, they could do it. I mean, there's not really anything Apple can't do at this point. I mean... Uh, make a functioning home speaker system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my home pretty dumb. Haven't done that yet. Uh, but pretty dumb. <laughs> I mean, another big thing, too, is kind of like what you were talking about changing, like trying to change the game. Yeah. Uh, they hired two of Google's lead satellite people, which helped, like, basically create Google Fi, so. Right, right. I mean, the one thing that I was going to say, I'm, I'm glad you actually brought that up. Um, in my opinion, I think Google Fi was kind of a flop. Yeah, you don't hear about it. I think yeah, I think it's a pretty good I service. I think that's why it was a flop because you don't really hear about it. Exactly. And then, like the only phone-wise, the only way you get an competitive advantage is if you do a Google device. Right. And so I'm I'm not necessarily worried, but I just don't know if that would be something where like people just aren't willing to take that leap because they're so used to having those three major carriers and they do X, Y, and I mean, Z. It's all now you have something so different. You know, do you think people would be just willing to move over to that service it's gonna have to come down to your coverage map oh absolutely like absolutely if you i if you live in california you're good (laughs) like like, straight up you're covered i guess what i'm trying to say is like would you ever see this you know possibly being a flop like google fi no one thing i will say like google fi is not it's it's not aiming to be one of the big three carriers like it i think it understands its place because um, I, I'm like, subscribed to the Google to Google's YouTube page, and every now and then they'll drop like a hundred small advertising videos on their page. So like they're advertising it online a lot. And um, my sister who has Google Fi, she travels a lot, and so they really market it to the people that use it internationally because that's really where Google Fi shines is like having the consistent um, consistent rates and consistent coverage. So like it's not aiming to be a big three and i think it's gained subscribers i've not even i've not seen any numbers obviously i but mean we can't hold the sim cards in stock 
Yeah. Like you never see people coming in with Google Fi anymore. I I still do. It's I mean it's it's rare. It's definitely rare for I, sure. I don't know. These last two weeks, I've probably had five to ten. Hmm. I have not probably in the last five. Months. I had one today. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Regardless. Know? But I, I mean know. it. I don't think so. I don't think anything they spend. Because um, another thing I saw in the article was like. Apple spends fourteen billion dollars a year on R and D. It's like research and development, and it keeps going up every year. And too. it keeps going up every year, exactly. So, like, I don't think, and like the article said, they don't enter a market without a clear way to make money. Yeah. So I, I don't just given their resources and their capital resources, I don't think if they do launch the service that it'll flop. I don't think it'll be the HomePod of wireless, <laughs> the wireless service <laughs> wireless by any means. Um, and like I said, the thing I'm most excited about is if they do make some legitimate change to how the wireless industry works, because there hasn't been mm-hmm. any big reforms or any big changes in the last 20 years. I mean, yeah. honestly, the biggest difference is, is like, for like, we got rid of contracts. That was the biggest one. Yeah. We all moved to device payments. Yeah, that's true. And then Verizon tried to cut prices to compete with the other ones because they knew they're most expensive. And then Sprint launched their Kickstart, and now the Sprint T-Mobile merger. Yeah. Like, it hasn't been anything super, super crazy or anything. So yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, the market definitely needs to change up. It's, I mean, even where you work now, like trying to talk about all these different carriers, strength and weaknesses. Like they all have strength and weaknesses, but they're all so damn close to each other. It's yeah. like they're within one percent of each other. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, the Sprint Paul. guy. Yeah. Have you seen those commercials? Because he's with Verizon now, no, right? No, he used to be Verizon. Verizon. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Now he's Sprint. Now he's, Sprint. he's like, hi, I'm Paul, the old Verizon guy. Yeah. He's like, all carriers are within 1% of each other. And then uh, AT&T collapsed back with like a just okay is not okay. Yeah. yeah. Which actually was pretty funny. And then Verizon's like, we're the best network and we give you free stuff that you want, like <laughs> Disney+. Plus. That's pretty good. All right, gentlemen. Should we wrap it? Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Phone Buzz Podcast, a show brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's P-H-1-B-U-Z-Z, and give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.